Welcome to the Deeper Dive Podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the text we covered in worship on Sunday, and we do that by discussing things like historical settings, literary contexts, the way others before us have read the text, and our own reflective approach to reading that same text. This podcast is a part of Calvary's Daily Connection, a place where Calvary shares something new each day to help you grow in faith. So we hope you check that out through Calvary's app or by going to connectwithcalvary.org. Well, today on the podcast, uh, we're beginning uh, at the uh, very beginning of uh, the book of Jonah, and uh, we were just doing a little little conversation before we hit the record button about how difficult it is to uh, to talk about something for the first time and not talk about everything yeah. uh, in that discussion. So today we're going to try to to rein it in and and keep it pretty tight to these three verses right. uh, that uh, that were talked about on Sunday, but. Um, that's probably going to be a challenge for us. So let's 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 do it. Yeah, <laughs> let's see yeah. what happens. Uh, it, it was even hard preaching the sermon to stay in my three verses and not creep into Randy's territory. Um, um, but <laughs> but there is a lot in those three verses. And there is, one of the things yeah. that Randy and I were talking about at home last night because that's what we do at home. We work. Um, but <laughs> we were talking about the fact that um, what if Jonah would have talked to anyone before he ran would he have would that have slowed him down um would he have thought this is not a good idea um it seems like a very impulsive thing to do um although i know he wanted to run away from god which is also i mean i just see this as so ridiculous jonah's a prophet he knows you can't run from God, and he ran from God. That just seems so ridiculous to me. But we, as human beings, are ridiculous. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, sure, you know, in, in uh, I mean, at the time that, that Jonah was written, um, I mean, there was probably more of a geographical centeredness, right. you know, to, uh, to the God of Israel, although... He kept fighting against that and kept telling people, "This is not how it works." Mm-hmm. But all of the um, all of the pomp and circumstance of worship in Israel right. was very much located in a location, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, in uh, in the Ark of the Covenant and the Tabernacle. And so there was a it's kind of a learning process, I think, for Jonah during that whole journey to say. Um, no, God is not located in in one specific place mm-hmm. of worship, but as as he'd been telling you know Israel all along, the whole world you know is mine, and so sometimes you have to go I think to the end of the world to figure right. that out, and which is where Tarshish was right. for them, yeah, the end of the world it was. There'd be um, dragons over there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so would he have? And and so, Randy and I were talking about community, and um, and the importance of accountability. And if he would have talked to one person and said, and and Scripture doesn't tell us he didn't, but it doesn't tell us he did. So we don't right. know. Um, would they have said, is this a good idea, Jonah? You know, would they have settled him down? We'll never know that question, but it comes to us and it comes mm-hmm. to me that when I begin to do something impulsive, um, I know that I need to talk to somebody before I do that. There's a, a superintendent of mine one time, um, one of the great pastors of our of Central Illinois Annual Conference, and uh, 
he was filling in uh, after my superintendent died, and he says, Randy, he says, I've quit the ministry 400 times. I just never got around to telling anybody. I think that uh, there are some times when that covenant community that uh, sometimes can be a challenging to be part of, mm-hmm. but I think the covenant community makes a difference so we don't create those kinds of scenarios for ourselves because uh, he was one of the earlier prophets, certainly, but man, oh man, oh man. Um, I don't know if they had a prophet's meeting at the coffee shop on Monday morning <laughs> and they talked things over or how that went, but yeah. yeah. Hi, my name is Jonah. I'm a prophet. <laughs> hey, Jonah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, as we were, as Randy and I were, were looking at, uh, at, at further materials that, that couldn't get into um, uh, this week, uh, we talked about why he didn't want to go. Um, well, number one, it was a difficult job. You know, it was, sure. it was not yeah. easy. Um, and and in, in worship, I couldn't necessarily talk about how evil the Assyrians were. Well, I was just going to say, I, th- I think some of, the, um, some of the things that we don't see in those first three verses that, that almost make it, even if he did talk to other people, didn't talk to other people, this compelling uh not just impulse but really deep fear uh, right. to not to not go mm. there is based on some really strong kind of historical fact about the Assyrians. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that a little bit because mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. It is. <laughs> um and you know I, I I don't have that the the facts right in front of me, but I know that they um like beheaded people and um, um did terrible gruesome things with their bodies and uh, I, yeah. I couldn't talk about that on Sunday morning <laughs> no sure and and all for um, all to motivate uh, fear mm-hmm. so right. to motivate fear without actually having to do a lot of direct warfare so if you can psychologically scar your mm-hmm. enemies by uh, you know them demonstrating like this is what we will do to you yeah um, it, it's it's very it's very difficult. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to get rid of um, in your own mind. It makes people like Jonah do things like Jonah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this, if you've, well, you know, I'm not recommending necessarily that you watch this, but if you've ever watched Game of Thrones, and I know there are people out there who, who have, who have mm-hmm. uh, watched that series, it's a good series in some ways, not in other ways, but, uh, but it is very much the Assyrians uh, when it comes to warfare uh, and and the um, kind of proactive prohibition uh, for war that that they sometimes use in that series, it's very uh, gruesome with a very big um, a very big reason, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, uh, it gets inside your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what the Assyrians did for a long time. So you think that he didn't go because he was physically afraid for his life? Uh, I think there's. I think that's part of it. I think that's part of what. Um, both the actions of the Assyrians and the stories that were passed down and propagated about Assyria um, were meant to do. Mm-hmm, right. Um, and I think that's one of the, I think that's one of the main kind of themes of the book of Jonah is to say that even though, uh, I mean, one of them, the one that we probably most identify with in the 21st century is to say, 
I don't I don't like these people. I, I don't want them to have what I have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I have always seen as the thing. You know, it's kind yeah. of a keeping up with the Joneses kind of a thing or a religious purity kind of a kind of an issue. Or look at what these people have done. They don't deserve to have my God. Right. But I think the subtext that lies right underneath of that um, is very much a I could also uh, get in some real trouble mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. here when I do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we kind of think sometimes as prophets, as these kind of gunslingers from the West that just yeah. walk into a saloon and kind of go, hey, let me tell you about something that you need to know about. Right. You know, um, right. And, and like they don't have any fear about anything. Yeah. Can't be farther from the right. truth. These people are very afraid to say this most mm-hmm. of the time because it's hard to hear, but also because their life is kind of on the line mm-hmm. most of the time. This mm-hmm. is not politically acceptable speech, uh, not in a deflammatory way, but in a, a real, you know, you're not living up to your call kind mm-hmm. of a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, that's always operating, I think, underneath uh, the surface and in, in these stories like Jonah. And so it's something to take into consideration, I think, yeah. when, when we read it. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I really hadn't thought about that, that physical fear. I was thinking more of the exclusivism um, of him just hating them so much. Um, and, and also fearing their invasion um, of Israel, but um, but yeah, yeah, that's a sure. I, you know, I, this story, um, you know, has just been kind of told over the last hundred, two hundred years, and and all of that kind of kind of business. It's it's like uh, you know, he's afraid to be tainted, you know, by the by the Ninevites, like they're this you know partying frat house over here <laughs> that he might be influenced by if he goes over, and and I think there's there's some of that, but I don't think that's the yeah. I I didn't major, see that as much as I see. Yeah. Um, and and I've had I've had parishioners say this over the years. You mean X group or X people will also be given the same chance right. with God as I am? Yeah. Really, after all they've done, I don't want them to have that chance. Right. Nahum gives us a bit of an insight. He says uh, in chapter three, "Woe to the the city of blood." That's right. an interesting title full mm-hmm. of lies full of plunder never without victims right the crack of whips clatter of wheels galloping horses jolting chariots glittering spears flashing swords charging cavalry casualties piles of dead bodies without number yeah um and uh that yeah i mean they're you know, there's, they were a war machine i mean they were the superpower of the region uh they had the newest technology uh, i mean it really is uh, they really were a force to be to be reckoned with and and whether at the time of the writing they were in their rise or their fall or what whatever the 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 mystique about them is i think what's really important here you mm-hmm. know, because that's what plays into jonah's i think psychology at yeah. the moment you know? yeah because <clears throat> some of the things that i read um in preparation for this sermon was that um, God chose this time because they were really in their most vulnerable time. Yeah. They weren't at the, the top of their game. Right. Um, and uh, whether that's true or not, God doesn't need them in a vulnerable time, um, but uh, they may be more apt to uh, make that decision yeah. in a more vulnerable yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. What, um, I just have to trust the scholars there, and, you know, and there are always disagreements about that. Um, 
but that was that was an interesting thing too and yet you're right because of all the things you said Jonah's like no no thank you <laughs> I, I'm gonna go as far away as I can and uh and for him to go the ob- I mean to me after all these you know centuries and centuries and centuries later I just kind of laugh and go it's kind of comedic actually um that he would go you know, 2,200 miles west when he was supposed to go 550 miles northeast. It just is, is kind of funny. Right. Um, I, I like the, the book because of its honesty. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, some of the places I've sat, uh, we've had pastors fearful Absolutely. to go into particular areas or particular churches, mm-hmm. as well as we've had churches fearful of receiving a particular, what do I want to say, style, kind, sure. whatever, of a pastor. Uh, and that fear, that that supposition of what might be, um, sometimes came to fruition, fruit, came it to pass, <laughs> because, uh, because in their minds, they almost created it to happen. Right. Um, so... But I just appreciate the honesty yeah. of Jonah because I've gone into places. I, I went and knocked on people's houses because somebody said, Pastor, you need to stop by and see this family. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I wonder um, as we berate Jonah for running away, I wonder how faithful we are and what we run away from. I mean, that's kind of what I talked about yeah. in the sermon yesterday. Um, but I've been really looking at my own life and going, mm-hmm. you know, what am I, where am I not going um, where God is telling me to go? Uh, is it because of fear? Is it because I don't think they're good enough? And, and in our world right now, oh, it's so awful in terms of, of um, people, uh, you know, well, it's just really, <laughs> it's it's just really mean right now. We're sure. just mean to each other, yeah. and um, um, you know, are we okay with God going into um, places like Afghanistan and um, um, Iraq, Iran, um, wherever? Yeah, I mean, He's already there. So <laughs> right, 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 right. Jokes on us, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, sometimes I think that that we want to keep our God and and uh, and that we are the favored. Right. I mean, this move. This is just one of the hardest things I think for Israel to accept and for us to accept as well as this move of God from this localized. This is our God against the other gods. Right. To there are no other. This this is it. Right. Um, this is the God of everyone. Right. Um, and that, that's hard. And it that, is. And, you know, you talked about this a little bit on, on Sunday, but that's why uh, that long stretch across the sea was so mm-hmm. important in this narrative as well. You know, that represents, mm-hmm. um, at least in that time, this other opposing kind of uh, deification, mm-hmm. you know, of mm-hmm. the sea, that the sea has these gods that rule over it as well. And so maybe mm-hmm. if I put them between... You know, myself and Yahweh, that'll be enough to, to buffer me um, mm-hmm. from them. And it's not, right. <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's a real, um, th- th- that's something that we still have a hard time, I think. Uh, we say it, we, we understand it 
theoretically. Um, yeah. but we don't necessarily practice it. We, I agree, we, yeah. um, you know, we talked about the church for the last few weeks and, you know, talking about the church, not being a building or being, uh, magnet kinds of programs, mm-hmm. uh, or anything like that. But that's, I think that's just another incarnation of us wanting to localize and centralize God to a specific time and place, uh, that we can manage right. quite honestly. Right. And, and it's just not the way it is. Right. And, and I forgot, well, I didn't forget, I didn't really have time to talk about, um, I mean, Assyria had gods too. Yeah. It's not like they were, they didn't uh, have anything. Um, and so uh, it was a matter of bringing our God, Yahweh, into uh, Assyria. And so, um, uh, you know, Jonah was going to have to go against that too. So, um, you know, we kind of have to keep in mind that, um, you know, that, that these folks uh, already had a tradition of of worshiping a god, worshiping gods, not a god, gods, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they they didn't need anything else, um, and so it wasn't somebody asking for something, ob- right. very obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but but as I said on Sunday, um, you know, there's a little part of me that says I'm surprised Jonah didn't want to go in and beat him up because all God said at the time was go in and. and Tell them, you know, that they're that they're not being obedient. That you know, um, and and uh, you know that would be that would be kind of fun for somebody who wants to beat somebody up. But no, that, well, he was not interested. Not know. when you see the the heads of all the conquered That's uh, right. sitting sitting on spikes on their wall, or the or the piles of severed hands and yeah. severed feet and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. it makes you think twice. I think about yeah, probably so about uh, your smarminess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with repentance, you know. That's right. That's right. It would have been safer to send an email, you know. But <laughs> maybe, maybe we just slip a old old school track underneath their door. That's or right. You know? That's right. That's right. That's right. Door hanger. Something. That's like right. That. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Of course, my mind wanders to a lot of different things and makes me wonder because we don't know a lot about Jonah. No. Makes me wonder if he was an experienced prophet, if he was fairly new at this. Uh, yeah, I I've watched over the years pastors that are fairly new mm-hmm. or nervous about going into situations they're not familiar with mm-hmm. or don't feel like they're equipped to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and many times God is God's going to provide what they need when they need it, they, mm-hmm. not necessarily beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, Experienced or not, that happens. Yeah. Right, right, right. But sometimes when you've got when you've been when you've walked into a few tough situations, right. Um, we actually had pastors that when we got into conflict situations in churches, we sent pastors there because of their gifts and skills to deal with that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I I don't know what God's thoughts were, but I, I it was just, it, this whole. Th- I just like the the honesty, the openness, the transparency of this. Mm-hmm. How hard it is to be Absolutely. obedient to God sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's probably as far as we should go for today. Yeah, I we'll think. creep into Randy's next week, and yeah, we don't want to do any creeping. No, no, <laughs> definitely not a good idea at all. <laughs> but speaking of that, I don't even know how to segue uh, <laughs> Sorry. out of that. Just we'd love to keep the discussion going with you if if you have something to creep about, I guess. Uh, <laughs> 
There are always questions uh, or comments uh, at the bottom of, uh, of the uh, podcast page. If you want to participate there, you can follow that link in the Calvary app or if you're listening on the web. Um, again, you can do that uh, fairly easily. Uh, and uh, we'd, we'd love to uh, just dialogue with you about all of that stuff. So we will be back uh, next week with a deeper dive into Jonah as we continue this series. And until then, grace and peace. Peace.